So Vegan Radio is back on the air again, and uh, I did not waste any money and nerves to go to Texas to meet up with uh, Yugans all over the planet and with me at this time. And I'm very proud and humble to have him with me at this time. It's true being Austin's only president uh, Izzy Darkness, Darkness as an ass, uh, who's joining me for this episode of Two Vegan Radio. And uh, I mean, Texas, as we all know, has all sort of myths going on and stuff. So it's a, it's, it's a, it's a country in the country, basically. And uh, I did it, Two Vegan Radio did an episode before that dealing with Brokeback Mountain. And I'm not going to dig into the, the homosexual aspect of, of cowboys. As, as starting off the conversation, but that, uh, I still wanted to ask you, okay, how did, how is, how, how's your look at, uh, at Texas within the Tour of at, at this point? I, th- I think it's good because, you know, we're trying to kind of revitalize everything here in Austin and, you know, Houston's doing real well with, you know, Bayou City, Montrose, and even Chubby Dudes. Then you have two chapters. One's a little bit less active in San Antonio, but you have Alamo City and Countdown City. Dallas has Swiss Street Orphans. There's a new chapter in Denton, which is just north of Dallas. And then you have like Alamo and remnants of uh, Lubbock and a little bit of things here and there. So I think we're trying to uh, represent as best as we can for uh, kind of a little bit more uh, accepting view of Texas as a whole, if you will. Okay, so when I when I hear Texas, I am looking at as as far as a basic reputation goes, it's a, it's about manly cowboys wearing cowboy boots and respecting nothing other than Texas. So, in how far has Tubingen in Texas been challenged by the by the culture of Texas, or is it, is it just a thing that goes along with Texas, especially taking the city of Austin into consideration? Well, I would, uh, you know, I envision uh, Austin being a little bit more liberal, if you will, than the rest of the state. But if you're in the major metropolitan areas, like I said, Houston or Dallas or San Antonio, even maybe even El Paso, you know, you don't really run into any two, like any of those issues that you might think you might run into. But of course, if you're in like small towns, I envision anywhere in the world that you're going to have a little bit more of a conservative outlook. But the the premise of Texans being Texans, even within the Yugen, we're still very much proud of being Texan. And, you know, we'll say we're from Texas before we'd ever admit that we are from the United States. And I can't think of a one of us that doesn't have some type of Texas-related patch on our, on our kooten. Okay. So talking about Austin, so I spent a half day here in, in Austin. I experienced Austin Austin as a very liberal, open city. Um, would you consider Austin a place compared to liberal cities just like Amsterdam or Hamburg or any other city in, 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 in a certain vicinity that is more open than, than the surroundings necessarily? Definitely more open than its surroundings, but not ever having been to Hamburg, but having been to Amsterdam, of course you have, you know, your bars where you can smoke weed, there's prostitution and shit like that. Of course you have those things here, but they're still illegal, but everybody still does that shit. <laughs> but um, it might be a little bit more private. But other than that, I feel that most people kind of keep to themselves if you uh, 
try to cross paths and be an asshole, of course, you're going to have some type of confrontation. But for the most part, I, you know, I've never really had any issues here at all. Even if uh, I was wearing, you know, mascara trying to look like fucking Hank or Tony or Alice Cooper and lipstick and everything like that. Most people are just like, fuck yeah, party on, you know. So Okay. So, um, going directly into the details, do you own cowboy boots and do you own a cowboy hat? Yes and yes. Okay, so yes, you <laughs> and, like, and half the time I'm in a fucking cowboy hat. So if you ever see Are my you? dumbass on like Facebook, you know I'm always wearing a cowboy hat. And then I actually feel bad that I'm not wearing a cowboy hat now. But I ride to the baseball game here in a minute. I'll uh -huh. have my cowboy hat in there, and so I'll definitely have to support it for okay, you. Okay, so wearing a cowboy hat and cowboy boots is part of a of of you in in Texas. Would you go that far? Um, Even though it's generic Texan style? Some being most of the Yugen are in like urban areas. There, It's not prevalent, but we definitely do do it. And sometimes we have to play it up because we know the stereotypes of Texas. It's kind of like when I was in uh, Oslo for the bloodbath this last year. I'm, I was wearing overalls and a cowboy hat and boots and everything just to be a little bit more Texas than normal. You yeah. know, so. and it caught yeah. on yeah exactly and then plus it's I don't I guess for me it's something common but then when you leave the state it, it isn't and so you don't realize you stand out so much uh, not too long ago I was actually talking to Harley Flanagan of the Cro-Mags and I ended up on the east side of uh, New York which is kind of like an old bastion of what we would perceive as old old New York and I was kind of surprised I wasn't fucked with, uh, but he was said, well, you appeared to be the crazy one because you're fucking walking around some white guy in a, you know, a predominantly like minority uh, neighborhood wearing a fucking cowboy hat. So they were probably just kind of it's offensive, right? Yeah. They're probably just like, damn, it's some redneck motherfucker just walking around and <laughs> he probably has a fucking six gun on him. Right. Okay. But just looking at the city of Austin and, and which came across the My impression is that Austin seems to be a, uh, a very open and very liberal city that has all all the things that go in that that the young society really wants. Um, how do you how is how is your ex experience of Austin in, uh, looking at the last uh, five to ten years? Well, like within the last five to ten years, Austin has uh, dramatically changed. But every five to ten years or so, it has because. Austin has been a big, small town for, like, over a hundred years, but here recently, more and more people have started to move here, and a lot of them have come from, like, the West Coast, say, like, L.A., into where it was already a more open city to begin with because it had, a, you know, a huge hippie culture back in the day. That's why we had, you know, we're, like, the home of, like, Rocky Erickson and, you know, Willie Nelson, and obviously those are more, like, outside artists if you will or even Stevie Ray Vaughan and so that's just kind of helped add to it and so even though Texas is conservative as a whole some of those differences get us set aside to just let you know people live as they see fit because at the end of the day we all still want to just live our life but Texans have that attitude of like fuck it it is what it is and you know if we want to change we change and if we don't we don't
Okay. So what 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 would be the main for you the main reason for 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 a person from California or any part of the U.S. to move to Austin? Because I've heard the most wonderful things about Austin. I mean, I've been to Portland and I sort of got it, and Austin comes across my thoughts just as easily. What is Austin for 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 progressive progressive thinking culture or the or a Tubi you can think of culture? It's kind of funny that you mentioned Portland because I had the opportunity to go there a couple of years ago, and you know I was able to hang out with some of the you're going to Portland like Meredith and whatnot, but. You know, and a lot of people make comparisons between Portland and Austin because both of our cities have a motto of keeping it weird. But when I went there, geographically, there's nothing similar at all. And I maybe, like it, maybe the humidity? Yeah. Like even or is that, it not the case? For me, it wasn't as humid. The only thing I didn't like about it is everybody drive the speed limit and the sun came up super fucking early. But you could, I felt like you could extract somebody from Portland and put them in Austin and they'd be just as comfortable as if somebody from Austin going to Portland. And because of that and the openness of the Yugen, I think that it's very conducive and why anybody would want to move to Austin, especially a younger demographic, is because, say from California, it's a, a cheaper cost of living. It might not be as open as, say, California, but... It's getting there, and it's a comfortable scenario, and we have a, a vibrant live music scene, and if you want to succeed, you can. It's just, we're, we're definitely a city and a state that if you want to be a success and you're willing to work for it, you can get it. Mm. Talking about the music scene in Austin, tell me about the, the, the recent or the latest developments of the music scene in Austin. I mean, Austin has all sorts of things going on. Music-wise, uh, describe it. What is happening in Austin at these days? Fuck everything. Any given day or night, you can go check out a concert. You know, either be a local or a road show coming in. And uh, Mick from the Austin chapter, who's also in Ass City and uh, Self Destructo, he has his own band called the Midnight Killers, and they're going to open up for Hank here in a couple of months. Jake Hooker from Beaumont, who lives here, is in Daikaju, which a lot of Yugen have seen. And so, but a lot of Yugen related bands will come through. And, you know, not only that, like any given, any given day, there's something to fucking see. So it's, it's good. And, um, you know, how Turbo itself has a great history here, going all the way back to like 97, playing in the Blue Flamingo long before, like, and you know, what's that? And Elmo as well. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's, it's, you know, I, I like it. I like it. There's always something to do. Yeah. So this is exactly my experience of Austin so far. It's a very open, op open-minded uh, society here. And it's, it's definitely a place to go. And I can only strong, strong, strongly recommend. Um, <clears throat> do you guys get many, many Yugans uh, worldwide visiting you here in Austin? Or is that not the case usually? Well, sometimes, you know, it's like anything else. Sometimes it seems like, hell, there's somebody here, like, every other week and then other times you might not hear any from anybody for months but we've had people from take yourself like austria or germany or even norway or sweden like mexico mm -hmm. and for the most part everybody that does come to town has like reached out but there has been a random occasion where there might be a yugen member that is in town for business be it you know like with a band or just your run-of-the-mill office job and 
you're out and about and you see a coot and you run up and next thing you know, you know, all our best friends drinking and doing all sorts of other debaucherous things for the rest of the evening. <laughs> okay. So, um, what, what, is, what would you say is the, um, uh, is the main attraction for, for, for putting um, Austin on the map? I mean, I've seen, you know, all sorts of venues popping up popping up for, for, for alternatives to the LTV you can target in, in Hamburg in Germany. So we all know that uh, people are going to do good out of Hamburg and in Mexico and obviously Hamburg, Hamburg as, well, as such. Would there be any reason that there, is there anything of any sort of rodeo happening going on and what, what, which could drag people or what to to Austin? What would be the what would it, what would be the advantage of of Austin of hosting uh, a Tribune event? You know, we've uh, thought about doing a Yugen event here and talking back and forth amongst ourselves as well as reaching out to the other Texas chapters and because there's always something going on, you know, be it like an ACL or South by Southwest or any other type of event that draws a crowd from like all over the, you know, the uh, the states or the world as a, as a whole. But I think it's central location would bode well for an event because we're like smack dab in the middle of the country. You know, it would be easy for somebody from California or New York to come, you know, equal distance and for a cheaper rate. And we're not too far from everybody that's in the FA like Mexico City or Guadalajara or mm -hmm. anywhere else just to show up. I know, yeah. I know I've tried to reach out to like, you know, Rune and everybody else to try to get them to do a one-off show here yeah, when they're in the know. States, but, you know, it's, but, it's but, hard to do. But it's definitely a point that you're in the middle of, the, of, of a country that can, can be uh, reached and is easily accessible from both the East and the West Coast. So, and Austin being liberal and warm and everything, so it has everything. It has even cowboys in tight jeans that uh, should be appealing to the to view an audience so that it might be of interest not that I'm taking trying to take away audience from Hamburg or Mexico or any other place but <clears throat> just visiting here it's just it seems so open and so ideal for for to be uh, events worldwide uh, and uh, even have selling cowboy hats to exchange for sailor hats <laughs> and, and and do the whole Brookback Mountain thing so that's uh, kind of appealing as a uh, as a place and since I'm Yeah, following the, the Tuber Tuber Negro's history, I know that Tuber Negro itself played uh, quite a few shows in Austin, and it's ever been well received. And uh, so that's a cer certainly a topic that has to should be, you know, taken into, into account from uh, from for further years to consider. Yeah, always. You know, Turbo does have a history here. They played a lot of anniversary shows at the old emos, and even anniversary shows and secret shows and. Going all the way, yeah, like, you know, they have a, like, uh, a show booked, but then they'll do a pop-up and play. And, have you, you know, been to one of those shows? Yeah, and that's the, the fuck thing, because I remember going to that show, but don't remember going to the evening show at all, because you know how Yugen events go. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, how it turns out eventually. Oh, yeah, and then it, it's always a good time, because they've, they've come here, like, I think the first show that they played here was in 1997. At the Blue Flamingo, and um, you, you know, if anybody wants to see those pictures, they're on the the Turbo Yugen we'll Austin it. page. Yeah, and um, 
it, it's just it's always a good time and then plus there's a, a special uh, feeling for uh, turbo here in texas because we we all know that uh, happy tom is actually a texan regardless he? Of, yes he is what you know he, wait, was he born was he born in texas well that i don't recall but i know he for a little bit of time he had uh, was in uh, midland odessa before they moved to norway and uh-huh. so he has family still here and if you recall he had done like a like a I don't know what you would, not necessarily a podcast or an interview, but did a, a little spot uh, during mm-hmm. our last election cycle mm-hmm. because it was so heated. But having relatives that were like Trump supporters or a little bit more right leaning, he wanted to come to Texas and hang out with those family and try to figure out why, why? they were, mm-hmm. or, you know, and I, I felt that it was a very, very balanced approach and you could kind of understand why people might lean that direction to where it might not necessarily be what the bullet and talking points are on the news where they're like heated to where, oh man, they're all racist, they're all this, to where it was more of, fuck it, I'm going to try something different because shit sucks now and we've all dug ourselves into a hole and we've hit rock bottom, and so rather than instead of getting a shovel and dig more, we might throw something different at the fucking wall and see if it works. Because even if it doesn't, shit, we only got to put up with it for four fucking years, and we can change it. And mm-hmm. so I, I thought it was it was a really good, a really good film that he had done. And um, I don't know. Plus, you know, bringing yeah. the support of Texan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, thinking thinking of Texas and thinking of the U- of, of the U.S. and all the other things going on. Uh, no, you you maybe you can give a big big uh, no a, a short description of your background and uh, how this how this image or what is your your background can is the can mingle with uh, you being a member of of Tubingen for so such a long time being such a Obviously, the difficult or and, and contrary uh, background itself. So you you being from with your private background as a rather conservative background. How does how does this match with with, with Tubi and the, and the current state of the U.S. Man, it's like a kind of a difficult and I'll try this to make it. A, yeah, kind of uh, like a like a long answer, but kind of a, more of a reader's digest version of it. But. Um, I guess like any other alternative kid, you you know, not to say your parents are conservative, but you might come from a little bit conservative background and you kind of rebel against it and you kind of find your own way. But along that way, my route kind of turned a little bit more extreme than I would say a lot of people in the uh, in the Yugen now to where I I do come from a, like a, a, a sketchy, um, like a better term, like, you know, old white power skinhead like background and is that is that your background basically in a lot of ways and you know i still have a lot of friends that have that are still in it and a lot of people that have got out of it and you know i ultimately ended up in the military and serving overseas in like bosnia kosovo and iraq and you know certain events in my life kind of puts things into perspective to where you know life's literally too short to put up with a lot of bullshit or hang-ups or certain you you know prejudices and so you kind of learn from those mistakes in a lot of ways but at the same time i i don't 
of course, in a way you regret that past, but in a way that you don't because you are able to look at it from a vantage point, from open eyes, and you see people that are transitioning out of that experience and you're there to be an example or help somebody along the way or they see a, a different uh, you know, way to live. And the Yugen being accepting as it is from all different backgrounds, I feel that... It's a way of allowing somebody to let go of their hang-ups and be more free, if you will. Mm. If that makes sense at all. So what 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 is what, what is exactly the, the, the turning point of you in life with your with your background, uh, looking at music or culture in a different way or or, or society in a, in a different way, and and uh, sort of deciding on what what you really want and why. Um, I think like Trubing is 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 more right than wrong for you guys. I would think that there's two defining moments because for the most part I'm a I'm a I'm a private person and don't really you know speak openly about myself unless directly asked kind of like right now but you know it's like hell I grew up in the Mormon church for you know <laughs> and it's crazy I even I even served a mission right around on a bicycle knocking on doors and you know doing those things and I did a Spanish-speaking mission in the United States and you know I went to it with a lot of those hang-ups but You, one thing that is good about that experience is that when you do knock on a stranger's door, regardless, people, the people that do open their door and do speak to you, they are open and bearing their heart and soul to you. And those people come from all different, like, backgrounds. And so, because they do view you as, like, clergy, if you will they they come open and honest and pure and then you become you realize that fuck man everybody has a hard time in life and everybody's just kind of struggling and that kind of like put myself into perspective and then experiences like going to Iraq and being forced into a situation that where I might not necessarily believe in wholeheartedly where literally your life is on the line in a lot of cases to where a lot of just stupid shit doesn't matter anymore. And so you want, you just want, you want to be happy. You don't mm -hmm. want to give a fuck about a lot of stupid shit. And so if nobody's really fucking with you, who gives a shit anymore? Okay. And that's what I kind of like about the Yugen. Sure. We have our kind of weird bullshit on Facebook and Nazi witch hunts and, who's doing this and who's doing that but for the most part fuck we just want to have a good time all the time yeah so what what exactly made you made you turn made your made your background or made made you think about or reconsider your background and opening up for 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 your life nowadays and also for the two of you and knowing that it, it is it is an anti-right society and then a, a liberal world itself Like I said, kind of like that mission experience with the LDS church and, you know, going to Iraq to where, you know, certain hangups just don't mean anything in, anymore. And like I said, people are just trying to get by. And so why would you want to impede somebody else's, you know, opportunity? And, you know, there's an, you know, saying in English where you get more flies with honey than with vinegar. So, you know, it's better to be friendly than to be a fucking asshole. So, okay, so this, yeah. this is the thing that you did. Did you made made you reconsider your personal 
history and reconsider it in, in, in life and you saw the into the most extreme in, 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 in situations yeah when you served the nation at war basically yeah you know those experiences and as well as you know you meet a lot of great people in the Yugen and they become best friends and family and you know you might have like polar opposite backgrounds but mm-hmm. you said that 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 shit aside and you you base your relationships on common interest and trust for each other and you move forward and by that you become an example for other people and like i said earlier life's just too short to be pissed off all the time so that may so basically what you, what you what you're saying is that uh, if you meet yugans and if, if, if we are all meet yugans at the time and the music and the kuta and And all the attitude surrounding that is more important than anything else you, you the society has to offer, maybe political, point of view, racial, or anything. Because, you know, I won't mention names, but they know who they are. But I have a member in the Austin chapter where, politically speaking, we are the polar opposites. But, you know, and sometimes we'll get drunk and have a debate. But we leave it at that because, at the end of the day, we still love one another and... We just drink and have a good time and love the same music. And, you know, there is more things that we have in common than we don't. So why worry about that that small fraction? Exactly. And, and I think that's a, that's a big problem that, you know, sometimes I see in the Yugen as a whole, especially on Facebook, that everybody's fixated on the, the one fucking thing they disagree with. And but they'll have like 99 things that they agree with a person. So why pump it up that one percent? It's just leave that one thing fucking alone because you may persuade somebody to your side, but you might not. But so why worry about it? And yeah, sure, there's obviously big things that we need to worry about, but for the most part, man, just fuck it. We we love the same band. We like the same music. We're pretty much the same fucking people. And we like the same lipstick. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like years ago, like when I was thinner, I'd wear this cute, or not cute, but a kilt around town. And everybody asked, what, what were you wearing under that? And I'm like, hey, it's your mother's lipstick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm cannot overemphasize this. this. It's more like the things we believe in and, and the so- More or less, more than this, than the society we live in. It's, it's to bring it off of you so many things that we have in common. And uh, what you're saying is that we might, even though we all have an interest or are eager to have everybody 100.00% on mm-hmm. your side, there will be still, we are different people, and so there will still be two or three percent of our world that is different. But let's not focus on a two or three percent being the different but let's yeah. focus on it on, on the 97 98% that we are we're carrying together so we should not expect anybody else even in the young even if it's a perfectly thought society let's not focus on a 100.00 dot, dot yeah. equality but accept those one to two to three percents of, uh, of of this common uh, thoughts exactly. uh, which is a, which is the base of our society Exactly. To me, it's like, you know, even even though in the grand scheme of things, the Yugen isn't that large considering the world, but it is pretty damn big. And with any type of affiliation, you're not going to get along with everybody. 
And that's okay. Because like I said, some people, they're like my best friends and family. And other people, you just don't like. Yeah. Just, there's just something there. And I always find it funny because, you know, sometimes I'll be on Facebook and I'll be like scrolling through and there'll always be like people you may know and you'll see them pop up and you're like, wait a minute. I was friends with that motherfucker before. I'm like, what did I say that made them mad? Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, but, exactly. You know. So let, let, let's think that the, the 98% is, is good enough for, within the Tubi Union. That I, thank you so much for taking the time. To talk about uh, to be in Austin, the city of Austin, the Cowboys, the lipstick, and the the open mindedness of this very city of Austin, and also digging into your background, dealing with all sorts of difficult, uh, maybe maybe for some for some some for some guys and girls difficult uh, issues, but you pr perfectly put it out in the right way. So you dug in, dug deeper into life. You got your whole perspective and get every get everything else into one big picture. Which led up to you being a valuable, very valuable uh, Tubingen member and president of Tubingen uh, Austin in Texas, even in a very conservative, conservative uh, vicinity and uh, universe, putting up uh, the lipstick uh, occasionally and traveling to all, all sorts of uh, cities within the in the U.S. So I'm thanking you very much for taking your time and uh, keeping Austin the way it is, which is a very liberal and nice and beautiful city. So thank you so much for your time, and I hope you to have you on the podcast very, uh, very soon. Well, thank you for taking the time out, and hopefully I made sense, because we've been drinking for like five hours. Six. Now. Five or six hours. Six or seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can still talk. All right, but not later. We'll be too fucked up. All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. God believe Texas. Yes. Yeehaw. <laughs> By audio slave number two, Max Fardin of Turbo Union Stockholm. I'm back to serve you some Swedish music yet again. This time around, I'm gonna do some shameless self-promotion of my new band Crocodile Dundee. It's actually Turbo Union relevant. Because we're playing the Turbo Union Charmony party in France next week. But before we go into that, I'll let you know that Trebesta and Issy are closing this episode of Turbo Union Radio after the cream puff, so make sure to stick till the end. Anyway, Crocodile Dundee, we're playing Charmony next week, so make sure to grab your cutie and climb the highest mountain in Europe. And in true Texan voice, uh, excuse my Texan. Howdy, partner. This is a song called Play For Y'all. It's called Pamela Anderson Boo. And it's about something all humans just know too well. Coming home way too drunk and way too late. Yeehaw!
think that was the greatest song of all time. So easy. I just learned that you were square dancing. Yes, is that right? Yes. So wow, yeah. What what did it look like? It's a square, and you dance, and you got somebody to tell you what you need to do, Mm -hmm. which is marching. Kinda, but you know, you gotta do shit like dose doing. What? What? What is that? Like dose dough, where you like go out, like in a dough, like in like what you cook, (laughs) grab some flesh. You can no like dough. You gotta grab your partner uh-huh. and dosy dough. It's like you grab her, you spin around. Uh huh. Like you do some. But you you, you use her in a bad way. Like it's uh. a officially politically not correct. In, in certain circles, it might be a little bit more X-rated than others. And I'm not talking about. I'm <laughs> talking about a modern society. <laughs> you cannot grab a female if she doesn't want to. Turn and spin? Turn and spin. But sometimes no means yes. Well, yeah, but after, after 10 o'clock at night. That's a different story, I guess. Yes. So you... Because <coughs> after, after 10 o'clock, the Holy Ghost goes to bed. Holy then, Ghost? The Holy Ghost goes to bed after 10 o'clock. So that's when the devil comes out. So, okay. Again, I, I, I won't let you off the hook. Okay. You were square, square dancing. Yes. As a kid? As a child, yes. What did they make you do in Texas? We just got up and we we did dance. And, you know, we were like extra cowboy. It's just something we do here. You grow up with it. It's okay. So you, you dress up as a cowboy and do stuff? Yeah, you had a pearl snap shirt on. Uh-huh. You got a bolo tie. Uh-huh. Got your boots on. You got your Levi's, got your cowboy hat. And then they'll drop you off on a Sunday (laughs) afternoon and pick you up four hours later. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. It sounds like you were there. I wish. Well, we got to go take you out fucking square dancing tonight. A queer dance. Queer dance, yes. That'd be like a trapezoid trapezoid dance. What? Trapezoid dance. What is that? I don't know. Midget related? Midgets. (laughs) Midgets. <laughs> yeah. is, it, is it midget related? Yes. Yeah. What is it? Trapezoid? I, I, I'm. I just made it up. I'm drunk. And we're at a baseball game, talking about square dancing, midgets, and ass. And ass. But what is it with trapezoids? Trapezoid. Trapezoid. What is it? It's a shape, kind of like a square, but different. Oh, okay, it's a. Fi- it's a. <laughs> figure of sorts. Right here, we'll get the first lady of like Trevor you can ask to ask us what a trapezoid is. Hey, first lady, Lorraine Darkness. You want to toss a midget? Yeah, she's shy. She doesn't want to talk. It's twisted. Twisted sister. Or twisted Mister. Sister. Twisted Mister. Why, because it's you and it's Mister? Yes. Oh, yeah, I got it. Yes. We got to start a band called Twisted Mister. Okay. But what the podcast is asking for is uh, Squadron's groups in Germany. Yes. The Jugends of Germany should join. Yes, absolutely. Square Dance groups. Yes. Right off the highway, right off the autobahn. <laughs> That's, this is the 
exact uh, type of people we're looking for. Yeah. Turbo Jürgen Steerkamp. Steerkamp? Yes. Oh, yeah. Steerkamp. But uh, I think that Turbo Jürgen said would uh, go for go for square dance or even, or even weaker. They are supposedly the lowest form of life on earth. If they they're off, if they live in it. So they would live not in a big city, off city, and they would be that low of a life so they could join a freaking denim square dance group out of just next to the auto, next to the autobahn. So would it be TJ Untermensch? Untermensch, yes. Untermensch, yes. Untermensch. And the value between would be the one of a fly, right? Yeah. Okay. So we're openly asking people to, to drop their midgets and throw them into any TV set and charge and start their square dance group yes. in the middle of Germany just off the autobahn. Deutschland. To begin Deutschland. Turbo you get Deutschland. Uber Untermensch. Square dance. <laughs>